So here's the question. How do active people in the Atlanta area stay pain-free and live the active, fulfilled life that they deserve at any age? This is the question, and this podcast is the answer. I'm Danny Matei, and welcome to the Active Atlanta podcast. The Active Atlanta podcast is sponsored by Athletes Potential. At Athletes Potential, we help active adults stay that way, pain-free and active doing the sports and activities that they love for life. We do this by working on four different areas. That's movement, nutrition, stress management, and sleep. When we optimize these four areas, you feel better, you move better, and you live better for life. Head to athletespotential.com to learn how we can help you stay active for life today. What is up, Atlanta, and welcome back to the Active Atlanta Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Jake Swart, and today, y'all, we have Coach E. She is the co-founder of GitmoFit, an online and in-person uh, personal training company. Guys, we were talking in the office a few weeks ago, and I thought that they did an awesome job at collaborate or involving the um, mindset piece of fitness along with their personal training. And, um, you know, it's always unique when you get to talk to somebody that has a little bit of a different perspective on personal training and their journey and their journey into the world of fitness. So, um, I was like, man, we got to get this girl on the podcast. So, uh, Erica grooms coach E thank you so much for getting on the podcast. And I can't wait to learn more about your business here. Thank you so much for the invite. I'm very excited to be here today. Yeah. So let's dive right into it. Uh, what is your MO for uh for Gitmo Fit? How did you and and let me add on to that be a long-winded answer here? What was your journey into uh personal training and fitness? All right. So um I would say the MO for Gitmo Fit, um, our purpose of this business is to help empower women understand their current habits, um, identify the ones that truly benefit them and craft that life that helps them um, deep into the person that they really want to be. That's um, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so then like, what, what, like, what does that mean? So like, when you say like, we want to help women um, find that person that they really want to be, what do you guys kind of do for that to um, kind of help one solidify those goals, but then two wrap that into their fitness journey as well. Yeah, so um, it honestly starts with a lot of self-reflection. Um, we encourage women to just like reflect on number one, like what's going on in your life right now and what are the current habits that you're practicing and what ways are they serving you? So, you know, those habits can be um, serving you in a positive way or um, even in a negative way. But the first step is always that self-reflection of like what's going on. Yeah. And um, once we're able to identify that, um, our goal is to help them then see who is that person you would like to be, because we all have a desire that we want in life. And mm -hmm. I think it's really important to teach people that what are the things that you're currently doing to help you get to that desire? Yeah. And once you're able to see and recognize that. Um, we take the baby steps in coaching them and helping them. All right. So what are the little things that you need to do those tangible steps to create that desired life that you want for yourself? Yeah. So then do you see like uh, a lot of times, like the, the people that you get the opportunity to work with, um, are they coming? Like, what is their like, 
why would they come and work with you? Like, why are people reaching out to you? Why are they, are they generally kind of new to fitness or trying to elevate their current fitness levels? Or maybe they're feeling some burnt, some burnout from life and working out and everything else. But like, what is, what would be some of the reasons like somebody would, uh, typically comes and works with y'all? So I feel like the reasons are usually very typical. You know, mm -hmm. somebody reaches out because, hey, I want to lose weight or, hey, I want my body to look a certain way or even, hey, I have a trip coming up and um, my birthday is on the way and I want to make sure I fit in the dress in a particular style. Yeah. And so I appreciate when people um, reach out and approach that way, but it's very exciting because. Um, then I get to see how we get to change their mindset and approach of how they look at fitness yeah. because the goal is to see it more than just this physical thing that you practice, but it's also like a way of life. Yeah. You know, um, we really live by the principle of like how you do one thing is how you do everything. Yeah. So in the fitness, when you come to me now, you get to see, all right, well, there's habits and things that I get to practice to, learn about myself, to learn about what's going on in my life and to even elevate um, the type of person I want to be and then take those habits and apply them into other areas of your life. For example, of um, like a habit, if somebody realizes once they come to us that, hey, I get to practice patience or I get to practice self-love in the gym, you know, um, and once you build those habits you get to apply it to other areas of like how you interact with your friends or what type of work environments do you put yourself in or even how do you handle your finances? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love that. Cause I do think like, um, I'm trying to, I was trying to remember where I first heard the term keystone habit. Um, I probably, oh man, doesn't matter. Uh, but what's interesting is that the, uh, like a lot of times fitness is one of the biggest keystone habits people can uh, develop, right? Because essentially a keystone habit, uh, if you're not familiar with that, uh, uh, any of our listeners is that it's like a habit that is pervasive, that becomes pervasive for other areas in your life, right? So like fitness, for example, like, you know, you I don't care what your situation is, like how much money you have, like how many resources you have access to, like the how nice your gym is. Like if you're not consistently showing up, like you're just not going to have, like you can't cheat those results, right? Um, I don't care if you take steroids all day, but you don't go to the gym, like you're not going to have the results that you're really looking for, right? So, um, you know, health, wellness, fitness, it's always this, uh, like you have to earn it, right? You can't cheat it. And there's, and you have to be consistent over a long period of time because, I think what's amazing about our bodies is that we're super resilient, both in a negative way and a positive way, right? So it takes a lot for our body to finally start hitting the, uh, like the check engine light. <laughs> and then we can go a long time before it becomes an issue, right? Um, so a lot of times, like if there's pain that comes up, it's, it's been brewing for a long time, and we're just now having the opportunity to work with it. But then on the on the flip side of that, where it becomes, where it becomes frustrating is to get those positive benefits that we look at or that we're looking for, we also have to build some resilience. We have to be uh, consistent and have some resiliency for that as well, right? So, and these habits that we have to form and master to be able to get to those uh, positive habits of health, wellness, fitness, they're the same things that allow us to build a healthy lifestyle outside of the gym as well. So I love that that's something that you guys focus on. Thank you. Yeah, um, so like, so, you know, what's interesting too is like, 
a lot of times business, um, especially for the founders, it's just really a reflection of who you are, right? So um, what was kind of like your journey into the world of, of personal training and fitness? Uh, I I love this story because um, sometimes you don't realize how certain pieces of your life really shape the person that you are. Yeah. Um, so I unfortunately went through a bad relationship mm. <laughs> and yeah, yeah. Um, I was dating this guy and um, it was probably almost four years um, how long like the relationship was. And um, I got the confidence of getting out and I realized my self-confidence and self-love was just at an all-time low. Mm. And I did not like that at all. And I knew that temporary satisfactions, which a lot of people usually run to, like when you go through something tough and difficult, you're looking for that thing to stop the pain as soon as possible. But I knew I wanted something that promoted longevity and I wanted something that was going to help me navigate through this and also develop me in a positive way. Mm. So I was blessed to have my best friend Morgan because um, she started GetmoFit actually in 2019. And um, during her life and during that time in her life, um, she went through a um, unfortunate uh, situation where her mom passed away from brain cancer. Mm -hmm. And so um, just like her, she was trying to develop habits and stuff to help her navigate through that time, which she did. Mm -hmm. So fast forwarding to 2021 that I'm now going through my trial of a difficult situation. Um, I had her to lean on and teach me what are the things that you did to help you through some of your darkest moments? And um, during that time, it really was the mindset. It was the continuous habits of um, listening to something positive, like the podcast or um, the journaling, you know, just like the reflections of what's going on and how you're feeling about yourself. Um, the sermons, uh, that's another thing. Like we listen to a lot of sermons and just a lot of self-help and self-awareness. And um, I just latched onto it so well. Mm -hmm. And I knew that even during that time, it was hard because a lot of people um, sometimes they shy away from doing this type of work because um, the recovery process is not quick. You know, right. it, it right. genuinely takes time. But once you do and once you adjust to the changes and adjust to that transformation, it's so beneficial. And at the same time, this is where the gym comes in. We were also practicing those things that we're listening to, practicing those things that we were journaling about in the gym. So not only are we mentally transforming, we're also doing a physical transformation at the same time. So yeah, um, it was a life-changing experience for me. I don't regret that relationship because to be honest, I don't think I would be here to even um, have that revelation. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, one, thanks so much for the honesty there. And two, I think what's so cool about it is, or what's so um, cool about uh, the gym, right? Is it can be like, it's painted on our wall, right? Like movement is medicine, right? And that can mean a bunch of different things. It can be physical medicine. It can be mental medicine. It could be spiritual medicine. Um, it's really uh, an interesting place where you get to work on yourself and improve your own self-love. Like uh, the gym, or the road, if you're a runner or whatever, right? Like 
fitness is one of the few things that we have in this world that we get to um, show ourselves some self-love that has like uh, lingering positive effects, right? So um, we're in the gym uh, benefiting or trying to get ourselves better, trying to show ourselves some love. And then all of a sudden now we can be a better parent to our children, right? Or like we're pouring into ourselves and now we can be a better spouse. We're pouring into ourselves and now we have more to give to somebody else, right? Um, I think fitness is an incredible, incredibly powerful way to be able to do that. And, you know, I think what's so interesting is that it feels like a very natural fit. I'm surprised. Um, I don't know if surprise is the right word, but, um, you know, like you just an extra layer of, of, uh, uniqueness, I guess, into your journey into this fit realm of fitness, because you're also a high level collegiate athlete too. Um, you know, running track, running, uh, cause did you cross country too, I think, uh, or did you just practice with the cross country team every now and then? So I practiced with the um, cross country team. Um, yeah. I did compete with them one time. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, all respect, yeah. all respect to them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I trained. I was with Temple's track team until my um, sophomore year of college. So I actually didn't stay long. Mm -hmm. um, that's his own little story. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, during that time, fitness has just always been something ingrained in me. Yeah. Um, from a little girl, uh, when I grew up, like in our basement, um, we had a gym and I used to like go hang out with my dad. And that's like how I used to bond with him all the time. And, um, and it's funny, I had access, I think about it now as I'm older, like, wow, I had access <laughs> to a gym in the crib and I did not utilize it. Right. And so, um, you know, getting into weightlifting was after, um, I left. Um, Temple University because I just I always appreciate and love moving my body like it's just always been something ingrained in me at a very young age mm -hmm. um, but then um, just the extra layer of it is once I left college because I graduated in 2019 so 2021 was um, once I started to uh, really train with my best friend and mix in the mindset and everything um, it just changed my entire outlook of how I see the gym. Like mm -hmm. I really see the gym as a way as navigating through life yeah. and um, understanding of like how I deal with different trials and like tribulations in my life and, you know, practicing pushing myself and um, practicing um, how do I adjust in being in an uncomfortable situation and yeah. um, how do I adjust in, um, still uh showing up for myself during times when like i genuinely don't want to because yeah. promise you many times i had to wake up at four o'clock in the morning to get dressed for the gym i was not doing it with a smile <laughs> at <Yeah>. all <laughs> yeah well you know it's it's man i love that because like there's so many different like seasons in life right and there's so many different seasons to fitness like um you know, you could hit your stride. Like right now, I feel like my wife and I, we're just grinding through it, right? Like we've got um, a 17 month old, or I guess technically almost an 18 month old. Um, we've got a newborn that was born just a few days ago, right? Like uh, both hardworking professionals. Um, so, you know, we're fitting fitness in where we can, right? And um, it's different from being like a college student where like you're forced to go work out. And then like your workout is just it's training for your sport. And then you have your sport that you're going to do, go and do. Right. Or like when you've got nothing but time to focus on yourself and then, um, but then like, you know, life has this interesting way of like uh, showing you how you can kind of level up. Right. And it's kind of what you were talking about with um, you know, that unfortunate relationship that you went through, like as 
uh, the positive perspective you can have on that is it allowed you to level up as a human being, especially um, navigating that uh, that difficult time through the gym. And it's going to allow you to have more perspective to help other individuals, right? Because um, life isn't always rainbows and butterflies, right? Like there's plenty of negative things that can happen. And I do truly look at the gym and just general wellness of fitness as being kind of like a shield to help you navigate through those things. Cause um, it'll happen to all of us at some point, something negative will happen. Right. And like the severity of that negative event is relative to you and your situation, but um, it impacts us all none, uh, nonetheless. And um, knowing that you've got some, got some good habits to be able to combat that and battle that man, you're going to be such, you're going to be in such a better place to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. No, so, definitely. so when somebody comes in and works with y'all, so um, wh- how do you guys navigate those first few sessions then? So is it a lot more like mindset journaling or how do you guys, uh, I guess not even the first few sessions, but like if somebody's going to come through and work with you, how do you kind of intertwine some of the mindset pieces into your, into your personal training as well? Mm -hmm. So um, with our clients, we try to do at least like a weekly or biweekly check-in meetings. Mm -hmm. And um, they're typically like 30 minutes. And during these meetings, of course, um, you know, we talk about the fitness. So um, everyone has, you know, some people, they genuinely have physical goals of like, you know, I want to lose this amount of weight. I want to get this strong, stuff like that. So we definitely um, pay There's nothing wrong with that either, right? Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. (laughs) And um, you know, we talk about nutrition, um, talk about um, the habits or the different foods to even help them um, get to those physical goals that they want. But mm-hmm. then um, for mindset, um, we usually start those meetings out just like on a more of a reflective manner of like, OK, like just having conversations of like, you know, what's going on or um, like, tell me about a time or um, something in your life that you recognize X, Y, and Z. It's just like we want them to kind of think about their current state of what's going on in their lives and help them identify, is there anything currently that's going on that's going to hinder you from getting to the other goals you want? Mm-hmm. So, for example, like if you have these physical goals that, you know, I want to lose this mile of weight, I want to um, look this type of way. But one of those habits that you have is that you're door dashing every other day, the same order or type of food that, you know, is not going to serve you in that purpose. Mm-hmm. Then we, uh, start off by uh, going off of, OK, not just stop door dashing, but how are you feeling during that time when you order that food? Is there something going on? Is there a certain emotion that's being evoked? And mm-hmm. just to kind of help them like recognize it and break it down even more and more just so they can get to the root of the issue and mm-hmm. also figure out those habits that can help them um, just like promote a better lifestyle and promote that person that they see that they can be. Yeah, man, I love that. Cause it's like, you know, when I was a young PT, uh, first coming out of school, man, my, my, I was laser focused on finding out like the exact diagnosis that someone was coming in for. Right. And I still am for sure. Don't get that wrong. I'm not lazy about that process, but, um, what is more important than knowing the exact diagnosis is understanding how that painful situation or the pain that the person is experiencing or the injury that that person is experiencing, how does that impact them? Right. Like, and, and why is that impact important to them? Right. So if someone's coming in with knee pain, it doesn't really matter to a degree if it's uh, patellofemoral pains, if it's a meniscal issue, if it's, uh, you know, if it's um, something going on with the cartilage, there's obviously going to be some nuances associated with that. 
But the umbrella of what we're trying to do is we're trying to get that person to be able to run pain-free because that's the important thing for them because that's what's going to help protect. That's everything that we just talked about from the mental and physical side of wellness. Um, that if it's running that allows you to do that, then that's what's important to us, right? Um, not necessarily that you have patellofemoral pain syndrome or that you have a, a slight um, defect in your cartilage or your meniscus, right? Like we can, we're smart enough and we're, um, experts in the field enough to know like how to work around that and work through that. Um, so that is a non-issue, but, um, man, if we don't address that, like some of the issues of like why it's important to you and how you, and how it's making you feel, then we're missing like 90% of the picture really at this point is how we kind of look at it. So I really do love that you look at that because it is interesting, right? Like because it and it can help you uncover a little bit more about about what's going on, right? Like why why are you door dashing this meal four days a week, right? Um, because it could just be like maybe there's some maybe there's some again some habit formation that needs to happen. Maybe we just need to be a little bit better at like planning for our days, right? Or maybe um, you know maybe there's a huge stressor at work that uh, you know because food is soothing, right? Like it's a nice like. You kind of talked about it earlier on, like it's a, it's a nice way to kind of like find some comfort, right? Um, so like being able to understand what is the motivation behind some of these habits or are they not? Are we just kind of like subconsciously doing these things, right? Um, all of that is so important to unveil and uh, like think through because if you don't, it's essentially like you're trying to mop up a puddle uh, but you haven't fixed the leak yet, right? So you're just constantly going to create, find yourself in this vicious cycle that most people find themselves in that they're trying to get out of, right? And they're trying to do that via some new workout device that they saw, right? Or, or that they're getting hit with a commercial on, right? Uh, or some new fad diet out there or some diet that some podcast guru told them that they need to do and nothing else, right? Like people are trying to find these ways to self-soothe without really addressing what the issues underneath really are. Right. Yeah. And um, that's one of my favorite things about the mindset service that we give is um, it really is to simply just support the person through that journey of becoming that new person. Um, because unless like for me, I was fortunate to have somebody in my life who already was showing and practicing those skills that I wanted to um, also do myself in those habits. Right. But unless you're already surrounded in that environment or have those people around you, it's sometimes hard to adjust to those healthy habits. So um, the mindset services, like that's sort of there, like, this is for you, like these podcasts, these journal prompts, all of these things we're giving you to listen to the practice like this is to help you support you in that journey if you do not have any of those things around you supporting you. Oh, my gosh. I love that, too, because it is tough, right? A lot of times yeah. like, um, you know, focusing on your own health and wellness and trying to do the hard things, unfortunately, isn't the normal thing to do. Right. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, it's it's tough sometimes because I do feel like we're. um you know, with our practice and the way we're set up, we do generally have people that at least like have an interest in focusing on that. So, um, but it doesn't take long to step outside that bubble and, and realize that like a lot of, it's just not normal, right? It's not the normal practice to do. And when you're trying to make changes in your life, um, it typically, uh, there's, there's, there, you got to surround yourself by other people that are trying to do that too. Right. Uh, cause if you're the only one, 
uh, trying to do that, it becomes so much. You're you're swimming upstream, right? And you can do it, right? Like we all know the we all know the couples out there that are very happy in their relationships, right? And like one focuses on fitness, the other one doesn't, right? And um and that's fine, you know. Um, what to each their own. But man, what like you're kind of talking about before with your dad? What a cool way to kind of create like generational health to be able to uh, imbue some of these things into your family, into your friends, into your your loved ones, into those close to you. Um, if everyone can be on that same journey, it's pretty impactful what can happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's very exciting. Even from uh, now, it's like I'm practicing and the people around me, um, they already know, like, if you come to my apartment, like there is no junk food, there's no, <laughs> like certain things. Like when you talk to me, like I'm going to ask you certain questions. I'm going to check in on you. Yeah. And um, even what's so beneficial for me is even watching my mom that that's been really big of like the type of person she is now compared to the type of person she was when I grew up. Um, her confidence is just through the roof. Um, just watching her like practice discipline and um, practice taking care of herself. And um, I had a, a really awesome experience with her. And when was this? This was around 20, near the end of 2021, 2022. Okay. Uh, um, during that time, I was like getting certified um, in personal training. I was like really like measuring my meals, like taking everything extremely, extremely serious. Yeah. And during the time I lived in Philly. Um, and so she came to visit me from Atlanta in just two months staying in my um, apartment with me. Um, just like, again, podcasts, journaling, just like just bonding with her, um, eating better. Um, I watched her change mentally. I watched her change physically. Um, she was able to lose um, almost 40 pounds. So that was exciting. It's wild. Yeah. Um, there was a lot of medication she was taking during the time that she was able to get off of like her uh, blood pressure medication. Um, she had a medication for um, her heart, sciatica nerve. And I just remember um, she went back to Atlanta and her doctor is like, what did you do? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. It hasn't been that long since I've seen you. Like, what did you do? And it's just a testimony of like when you really just like immerse yourself into that journey of truly just like transforming yourself and connect that mental with the physical um, it makes a tremendous difference. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I, I totally agree. And you know, so interesting is like when we start looking at the health side of things with health, with fitness, right. Is it doesn't take a lot, you know, um, it, it, it truly doesn't, especially if you're starting at zero. Right. Um, this is where like all those like predatorial, like, um, weight loss programs that show like, you know, people that are, 300 pounds up and then all of a sudden they lost over 100 pounds and it's just because like it probably had nothing to do with the, the program that the person was doing more so it had like everything to do with just like habit formation um yeah. could accomplish the same thing with a walking program if you want to be consistent with that right like fitness journeys and your starting points and the progress that you're looking for and the self-love that you're trying to get if, if we're being honest like we're all on a self-improvement you can call it whatever you want um it doesn't take a lot, right? It's baby steps. And you definitely don't need to try to be at uh, Coach E's level right out of the gate where you have no junk food in your in your place, right? Like um, it can definitely be like, you can still enjoy some of your, some of your creature comforts. Um, just, you know, 
let's let's work on some why they're there, right? And like let's work on like how can we combat those a little bit or how can we substitute certain things? It's it's always small small steps. And man, I tell you what, and those small steps uh and that consistency becomes so much easier when you have some accountability, right? And that accountability is is um is what Coach E and her business partner uh provide. And uh and they do a really good job at making sure that um they take a holistic approach of their training uh, philosophies with each client that they work with. So, um, Erica, this has been a great conversation. If somebody, if this re- if this really resonated with somebody and they wanted to reach out and find more about, find out more about you or get more fit, like, what would be some really cool ways for them to be able to get in touch with you? Oh, for sure. Um, they can check us out on Instagram. It's getmo underscore fit. So that is G E T M O underscore P H I T. Love that. Yeah. I got to get the pH in there. Right. Um, yeah. And then, uh, so Erica, this has been great. Thank you so much for getting on the podcast and uh, I can't wait to talk with you more soon. Yes. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. Hey, thanks so much for listening to the podcast today. If you want to find out more about our guests or about Athletes Potential and how we can help you continue to be active and pain-free in life, head over to athletespotential.com to learn more.